Welcome to World Changes, a podcast exploring the trends making an enduring mark on our world of work and how business leaders, HR teams and internal communicators can stay one step ahead. Hello World Changes fans. Those of you who've been tuning in for a while now may be wondering what's happened. Rest assured, dear listeners, we have not replaced our beloved L. Bradley Cox. Rather, we've turned the mic around to chat with our Velveteen-voiced host as we reach the end of this year's series. I'm Kate Went, Marketing Manager at Scarlet Abbott, and it's been my absolute pleasure to watch how World Changes has grown this year, as Elle and our guests have explored the themes from our report released all the way back in January 2021. As we wrap up the year and look ahead to what's on the horizon for 2022, I caught up with Elle to find out what she's unearthed about World Changes through the medium of podcasting and how that's felt From the heady thrills and sound spills of You're On Mute and the distractions of the ice cream van chimes, to the deeply insightful moments and personal truths of the past year. Um, And just um, phenomenal to be able to talk about some of the great technologies we've got. Can you hear the ice cream van in the background? (laughs) Yes, classic lockdown. (laughs) And they know what they want to say and where they're going to say it. And they're touching all of the different, oh God, that's a terrible phrase, touching all the sweet spots. I haven't had my sweet spots touched since uh, Tuesday week. I've been desperate to make a yogurt joke the entire half hour, but I've, I've, I've not managed to, to make it happen. I'm sorry. Failed at the final curdle, Russ. True work from home, COVID life. I've had my buzzer go off about four times while Russ was talking. So I hope I hope no one um, could could hear that. Um. Um, what do you both consume and why? Paddy, I'm looking at you. Biscuits. <laughs> lots and lots of biscuits. <laughs> Welcome to World Changes. This is weird. What does it feel like on the other side of the mic? This is not my natural place. (laughs) So it's been a year. Ten hero topics that we've taken from the World Changes report. And I think it's fair to say we weren't exactly backwards at coming forwards with some of the topics. They're thought-provoking, controversial and pretty divisive. We've talked about employee activism in The Great Awakening, taboo topics in Stigmas in the Shadows, the exam controversy in bad education, just to name a few. Is there one that you particularly enjoyed covering? I mean, you're not wrong. We certainly weren't backwards at coming forwards. And I've really enjoyed all of them, for, but for different reasons. I guess my big passion is is obviously content. I'm a writer. And so like information now for me was an extremely interesting topic. And I got to unpick it with Patrick, who's another writer like me. We're both big fans of things like The New Yorker and Long Reads. And then with Craig, who's, um, you know, head of creative, who's got a really different take on things, much more visual. I quite liked that conversation of unpicking between the two of them. Plus the great mates of the bands were fab. <laughs> I also really liked The Great Awakening because that was the topic I chose to write about last year and I I just think employee activism is so bloody interesting and and those brands that get on board with it really do make a difference and feel quite purposeful and I really loved kind of talking to Sally Bucknell about that from EY. One of the ones I actually really enjoyed was um, The Quiet Captain and it's probably because I got to sit Jez, our MD, in the hot seat and um, ask him why he was a leader, which is always... (laughs) 
it's really interesting to do that sort of thing with your boss. But yeah, they they were all fascinating. I think one of the really kind of barrier breaking ones, certainly at the time, I remember we did one called Stigma stigma in the shadows where we talked about all of the things that you're not really supposed to talk about i talked with russ and Lindsay. she's our behavioral scientist i talked with russ who's our dni expert and we were just talking about things like the things you're really not supposed to talk about like you know salary and i know mental health is becoming so much less destigmatized but certainly speaking about that and, and really opening up about that was fascinating and certainly been a year though i just i've, I've really enjoyed each one <laughs> There's some absolute cracking topics in there. Um, I've I've enjoyed them all for different reasons, but yeah, particularly enjoyed putting Jez in the hot seat. I agree. <laughs> so those are ones that you really got stuck into and you really enjoyed. Were there any topics that you particularly struggled with? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm certainly not an expert in any of these things, and it's uh, it's good to have people who are who are much more expert than I in the chair for for good reasons and bad really I really liked the one that I struggled with most was Viva La Revolution probably because I feel like I sit on the side of the revolutionaries and I'm like you know screw the management let's just sort this out together (laughs) but actually it was really interesting conversation with um Rachel who is our co-founder because she was talking about red tape and I'm very much a person who detests the process in red tape even though I realize that it does get me to the right result I just oh sometimes I just don't like going around things things that way um but she was talking about you know the kind of organizations that thrive on red tape and then we got into kind of freedom within that framework which it was a really interesting conversation and she said something that stuck with me as a leader herself she said um, never waste a good crisis there's always an opportunity that comes out of it and she makes such a good point because you know the way that businesses have rebuilt themselves after the pandemic you know kind of mucked in together it was just, it was quite an interesting conversation. I don't, I don't know if I struggled with it. I think I just struggled with the idea of hierarchy, but it was actually good for me to go through a podcast like that to, to learn more about where it's necessary and why and, um, you know, explore my own freedom within a framework. <laughs> you absolute rebel. <laughs> so during the whole process of the year and going through the topics, you've been fortunate to interview some really incredible experts in the field of internal comms and beyond. Um, What sticks with you from those interviews? You're right, we've been so lucky and and a huge shout out to all of our expert guests. Um, Kate Shaw from Nationwide was pretty revolutionary to me, I loved her. She was on that podcast actually with with, um, Rachel talking about hierarchy, vive la revolution. And um, she she was just talking about Nationwide's great attempts to kind of really reduce hierarchy in the business and, and kind of power symbols and talking about dressing for your day instead of being so prescriptive on on things like business stress and I just found her really inspirational um I loved Ian Wilkie from 50 million voices he uh, was talking to me about quiet leadership and he just had some really interesting things to say about introverted leadership styles and yeah loved him obviously I mentioned at the beginning Sally Bucknell from EY she was talking about all of the work the firm's done on diversity and inclusion but what was really interesting was you know it sounds and, and I certainly think they're a leader in the field, but it, you know, she was very humble. And she said, it sounds like we're in a perfect world here and we've absolutely got miles to go yet. And really enjoyed that humility. Um, and another big favourite, my 
my last one, I guess, um, is uh, Paul Wells, um, who is the animation professor at Loughborough University, who I studied uh, on a course of his and I found him completely fascinating at the time. But things things that stuck in my mind that he said, so he was talking about um, animations as and, and people who write scripts certainly as like world builders. So do they like to build the world or do they start to think about the things in the world like the Blue Mermaid, so, which stuck with me. And he talked to me about um, Norm, Norman McLaren, who is kind of an experimental animator, but from the 1940s. And um, I looked him up after the podcast and and it's hilarious because he's doing he's done in the 40s an animation that we're kind of working on a similar style now with some dots we're working on some with some balls and I was just like my goodness me what goes around comes around it was just it was so good and he had some really interesting things to say about animation like if there's nothing to say or do then animation does just become pretty things that move but actually if you've got something to say, animation can be an incredible tool for social change. And yeah, big fan, loved him. Such a varied plethora of people to talk to and so interesting. Just note to listeners there, if you have missed any of those in the last year, do go back and have a listen. There are some absolutely stellar interviews with people going very wide ranging. So go back and have a listen, dive in. So although it's not been perhaps as dramatic as 2020, this year was not without plenty of challenges of its own. Looking back to when the report was originally released, which of the topics do you feel hold most true now? I mean, a lot of them are still relevant. What's interesting is one of the later topics we covered, which was uh, self and safety, all about psychological safety. Genuinely, it's the thing that clients ask me the most about right now like uh, creating really safe spaces for colleagues to share their thoughts and feelings um so I think that's only become more relevant I think they're all actually still still interesting and certainly I think quiet leadership coming to the fore during the pandemic I hope that we can keep on keep holding on to an appreciation I suppose of different leadership styles and skills I mean information now so like people are still being bombarded absolutely bombarded with information and the more that we can do to streamline communications get everybody in the comms team on the same page depend you know I know that businesses can be so large and unwieldy but the more that you can get the right people in the room to just get a plan on a page and then actually deliver that and do you know check in on those monthly content planning sessions that you've you've done for yourself oh god you'll make your life so much easier for the next year I promise Elle I know the answer to this of course but will there be a world changes 2022 funny you should say that (laughs) (laughs) yeah of course one's coming uh we've spent a good few months writing this now and we've got some really interesting topics am I allowed to am I allowed to spoiler alert yeah what can we expect (laughs) Well, we've written a really interesting one on neurodiversity, which I'm incredibly passionate about. I think it's an amazing um, piece of work and I'm looking forward to seeing how that lands with people externally outside Scholar Abbots. I've written something on constructive journalism, which I'm a big fan of. Any of my clients listening will know that I'm always banging on about it and I think it's um, a really big trend on the horizon, but I'm going to leave it there. I don't know if I dare reveal any more without the prospect of being thrown out of the chapel (laughs) (laughs) there's going to be some exciting stuff obviously i i'm feigning ignorance i've seen it all from behind the scenes and i'm so excited for all the things that we're going to go into next year but for this year of course we couldn't end this season and our chat with you without asking you 
thinking about the people making the biggest impact in the world of work. Who do you nominate, Elle, as your 2021 world changer? Okay, um, forgot to prep for this bit. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Kate. Okay, I should probably say something really intelligent um, and somebody who, you know, has made a massive impact to the, to the world. But I think, being really honest, I know internal communications teams are just so small and so underfunded and so under-resourced that I just feel like you guys have been the absolute heroes of 2021 and um am I allowed to say the entire (laughs) internal comms community is that just really sad (laughs) no I think I think that's very apt way to wrap up this year and I think I am in complete agreement with you um hashtag comms heroes not half and you know a particular shout out to those guys who are just doing it with one or two bodies and then the best will in the world a lot of colleagues across the world and just trying to trying to put something out there that's good and still striving for excellence despite being beleaguered by a million things I remember talking to Shen Sammy from Raytheon on on this podcast and she had come to me from like back-to-back meetings all day and still made 20 minutes of a day for me and I just those are the kinds those are the kinds of people that are good guys right you know the people who are getting stuff done and still making time for excellence so shout out to everybody who's been super busy and still delivered with a smile on their face and done great work amazing thank you so much Elle I hope you've enjoyed being on the other side of the mic please let this never happen again (laughs) well you'll be pleased to know that we will be uh, putting you back in the hot seat back in the in your rightful place for 2022 when we return so thank you so much oh I'm really excited actually I think it'll be a great next season for podcasts particularly with some of the topics that we've got coming up I just yeah I can't wait to get started Okay, so there's enough of that nonsense of Kate interviewing me. Can we get back to normal, please? So, new year, new me. That's how the old saying goes, right? Well, there's more than routine behind that ritual, as my colleague, behavioural scientist Lindsay Kohler, often tells us. As we say goodbye to 2021, I asked Lindsay to tell me whether this year we'll get to experience the power of the fresh start. Uh, Lindsay had a Wi-Fi debacle on the day in which we spoke, so she joins us from her local cafe, complete with coffee machines and music and lots of joy and spirit. I hope you enjoy this interview. Lindsay, welcome to World Changers. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Elle. So tell me, what is the Fresh Start Effect? So the Fresh Start Effect is something that happens when we reach certain temporal markers. So the start of a new year, a new job, a big move, basically things like that. And what it does is two um, very important things. The first is that it breaks us out of the day-to-day routine so that we kind of have this focus on um, more aspirational thinking. And two, um, it acts as a clean slate. So we're just filled with a lot more motivation and hope to tackle new goals. Oh my goodness, that feels like what I'm absolutely ready for at the end of a really long year. (laughs) I mean, a lot of us have maybe pinned hopes on the fresh start more than normal at the end of 2020, but how did that eventually play out, do you think? Yeah, you know, I think we were all really looking forward to 2021, right? We all had this rhetoric around, you know, 2020 can go, you know, do something unpleasant to itself. And, um... I was like, how do I say that without cursing? Um, 
but yeah, you know, we were all collectively over 2020. We were ready for 2021. And like whether the fresh start played out, I think it really varies on individual. But I think with January 1st, very much feeling like December 31st with the lockdown that most cities were in, you know, I imagine that we didn't get as strong a lift going into 2021 as many of us had hoped. Mm. I, th- I I completely agree. It was it was a really tough one, but we we heard all of this stuff about oh, it can absolutely do on twenty twenty, and then I actually think kind of almost this year of recovery has been so challenging for all of us. I mean, do you think we stand a better chance this year because we've got through some stuff, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think the most important thing is that as life returns a bit to normal, I think kind of that weird time loop that we all felt like we were in, right? Where we're like, are the days really long or are they really short or what's what's happening? I think our sense of time was really, really messed up. And so if our perception of time is starting to normalize and the fresh start effect is all about these temporal markers, which, you know, are based on a normal perception of time, then I think the fresh start effect is gonna regain its power. I mean, we always think about when it comes to the new year, you always think about the things that you're going to do and you get your ducks in a row. You maybe do your to-do list and you think about some maybe crazily out of scope things that you might challenge yourself with this year. But how how can we, in the world of work, best harness that that motivational power of the Fresh Start effect? Yeah, I mean, keep, keep it simple, right? So pick pick just one thing and really go for it. And I think, you know, a lot of goals fail because they're too big or they're too nebulous but if you just you know narrow it down to its simplest like rawest incarnation and focus your energy there you're going to be much better set up for success I mean what did you do did you do any kind of new year's resolutions or anything like that last year because I feel like it takes something like is it 63 days to start a habit there's there's so many conflicting um, rules about habit formation all about whoever found the snazziest way to market their book Um, (laughs) 63 days 63 years I mean who really knows but um, I think last year I definitely set goals which was helpful to give me something to look forward to and so I set um, set two goals really I wanted to finish um, the book even better if, which is now um, available at Amazon and other selected retailers. And um, hello, quick, quick plug. Um, and another personal goal is I wanted to um, wanted to write a screenplay. So those were two. And granted, they're big things, but they they were game plans for each of them. I knew what the finish line was. And when you're locked in your flat for five months, it it helps to keep busy. Mm, oh, that's so good. Tell me about your screenplay. Oh, I thought you'd never ask. So my screenplay, L is about killer jellyfish, and it is called Are You Ready for This Jelly? And it's actually just won its first international um, screenwriting competition. So, Yay, that's incredible. Well done. Yeah, so that's, um, that's pretty exciting. So when I think about, you know, fresh starts and goals for 2022, I think... Um, you know, bringing those jelly juggernauts to the silver screen is really going to be going to be, I think, the goal for next year. But um, it's a great lockdown project. I'm super thrilled that we won the London International Screenwriting Competition. Um, it's a good boost of confidence, I think, um, going into the new year. 
Oh, absolutely. You must be jazzed. I can't stop smiling. That's just amazing news. Well done, you. Yeah, thanks. I just feel like, you know, when you see somebody actually manifesting and then living their goals, it's such an inspiration. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you for your time. I hope our listeners get a lot from this and think about their own fresh start effect. What is the one thing that you might do differently next year to set your goals on fire and um, motivate yourself to a powerful 2022? I need to think about mine, but thanks, Lindsay. You're welcome. A few of our loyal listeners were kind enough to send in their thoughts about the podcast. So in their words, over to you, Andy, Laura and Chris. During the pandemic, podcasts have become my medium of choice while remote working. And listening to world changers, which I find fresh, fun and insightful, has become a must in my content diet. It's been milk for my mind in the cereal bowl of employee engagement and culture. World changers, as well as the excellent webinars that Scarlett Abbott hosts, has helped me feel connected to the community of internal communicators at a time, I think it's fair to say we've all needed it more than ever. What I loved about World Changers, each episode is full of incredible insights into our ever-changing world. And then as an IC professional, it helps me understand future trends and I learn something new every time. Looking forward to season two. As internal communicators, we're busy. The day starts long before the day starts and ends for us way after it's ended for many. And I don't know about you, but mine's full of can you just, would you mind, and what do you think of this? It barely leaves time to think. But as strategic communicators working in busy businesses with people who always want us to raise the bar, we need to. I know I need to. I try. I don't always succeed, but I try my best. So getting the chance to stop, forcing yourself to stop and put yourself in that development thinking place is not only important, but it's healthy. The World Changes Report is a great starting point for that. But it's even better to hear the voices of the experts, my peers in the comms world behind it, you know, to hear from experts who've done some of that thinking we perhaps haven't yet had a chance to consider. And yeah, we're all busy, but without that fresh thinking, you can be stale and busy. I don't want that, and I know my audiences don't want that. So I give myself the chance to stop, but keep going forward. I'm looking forward to the next report because, let's be honest, it's been a pretty interesting 12 months. I couldn't end this podcast without saying a genuine and heartfelt thank you to the wonderful contributors who've given up so much of their time, energy, insights, expertise to join me this year on the World Changes podcast. You guys are amazing and I need to name check you. So huge shout out to these heroes, Kate Forgione, CEO of Customer Success Network, the lovely Paul Wells, Professor of Animation at Loughborough University, Ian Wilkie, Quiet Leadership Coach and founder of 50 Million Voices, Sally Bucknell, Director of Diversity and Inclusiveness at EY, Kate Shaw, Head of Employee Communication at Nationwide, Sarah McGee, Professional Development Manager at the IOIC, Shen Sammy, Director of Communications at Raytheon, Janet Lessels, Senior IC Manager at SGN, and Rob Briggs, Director of Greystone Communication. Thank you all so much. And I have to say a huge thank you to the incredible Scarlet Abbott team who have just brought so much wisdom, words, and a whole lot of joy to our world of work. So many great puns on this series of World Changers. I look forward to speaking to you guys again next year slash roping you into conversations in the podcasting room. I really couldn't do it without you. <laughs> and to you guys, our loyal listeners, we've loved hearing from you with everything that you've enjoyed about World Changers. 
Don't miss your chance to chat with us over on Twitter at Scarlet Abbott or drop us an email at hello at scarletabbott.co.uk and tell us what you enjoyed about this season. World Changes will return in 2022 covering 10 new topics impacting the world of work. So we'll see you next year for a brand new series. Excited much? World Changes is a podcast by employee engagement consultancy Scarlet Abbott, hosted by L. Bradley Cox. Find out more at scarletabbott.co.uk. Hold up. 